What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. Another fun one for you, as always. So Tim and I start with our fun conversation. We chop it up a little bit. I talk about visiting my parents, uh, specifically uh, for my mom's birthday, which was earlier this this month. Um, I'm planning out my days now, which is very hard for me to do. Big step. I have a nice planner to go with it. I show that off during the show. Uh, and then I'm having some members at the gym help me learn a new language. So we get into that. I've always wanted to be bilingual, so I have started the journey. Uh, Then in our business updates and tips, I'm about 90% done with my website, so very excited for that to be uh, that close. Yep, thank you, thank you. And uh, my tip for working out, you don't have to redline every single workout. We dive in deeper about what that means. Then in Book Talk, I have started doing some daily devotionals through an app on my phone from Trader's Point, and then I talk about don't sweat the small stuff because it's all small stuff. Tim, where do you take us today, my man? Yeah, great episode. It was good to get back into the studio today. Um, in the beginning of the episode, I'd give some updates on my business cards that came in as well as my ebook with LinkedIn, um, which leads into two key uh, LinkedIn tips that I provide um, on how to connect with other people on there as well as uh, how to find out about a, tr- a company's true culture uh, through LinkedIn. So uh, a couple good tips there. I think you guys will like those. Um, and then in the show with Book Talk, talking about one of my favorite NBA owners, Mark Cuban, um, and his book, How to Win the Sport of Business. Um, I've emailed back and forth with him. Yeah, you're on a first name basis. No biggie. You and Mark. Uh, but yeah, yeah talk about... Cool. Uh, Coffee uh, next Sunday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that part I talk about, like taking on new battles, taking on new challenges, wh- when the right time to do that is, uh, based on what, what he talks about in his book. So I think you guys are going to love this. Uh, a lot of good side conversations too throughout this episode. So I think you guys are going to, you guys are going to enjoy the ride. So without further ado, episode 180. I did just watch the uh, Dark Knight on Netflix. Oh yeah? They have uh, the first and second one with Christian Bale. Batman mm-hmm. Begins, Dark Knight. I think Dark Knight is forever going to be my favorite Batman movie. I would agree. It's... Mm-hmm. It's so well done. Yeah. And I mean, we don't need to talk more about Heath Ledger, but Heath Ledger, man. He definitely killed it in that movie. The the different range of, of emotions and the way he was able to really just dig 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 deep into his bag and do um, the do do the wide range of uh, characters within the movie. Unbelievable personalities. And unbelievably dark too. Yeah. Um, which I think I think I read was kind of part of how he took a bad turn and because uh-huh. he OD'd I'm pretty sure I don't know on what but I mean yeah. that's a tough role I read that Jack Nicholson kind of gave him a heads up like hey man be careful taking this role because you have to go to a very dark place and become that evil person like it's mm-hmm. evil mm-hmm. and and everyone has a reason for taking on a role I guess we'll never really it's, but uh, it's the challenge, right? Yeah. It's can I do that range? Like, look at Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio's range. McConaughey stopped Blake doing... Blake Stanfield is another one. Yeah, yeah. McConaughey stopped doing rom-coms because he was the rom-com guy. He mm-hmm. was always shirtless on the beach, and he had had enough. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I follow this page on Instagram. I, oh, what's the name of it? I think it's Omelette Comedy. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know how this dude gets the facts, but... I'm I'm so bought in. It's so fun when he makes a new post. He'll do different movies, whatever it is, and give a fun fact about 
that line or something in that movie. So, for example, oh, awesome. in The Dark Knight, the tick that the Joker does of lick, licking his lips uh-huh. repeatedly, Heath Ledger started doing that in the middle of scenes because his makeup on his mouth was, like, coming off. And so he would he would start licking his lips in between words and throughout his sentences because his uh, wow. makeup was no falling idea. off so, was, so he could keep going. And then it just became this unbelievable-looking tick. Like, he's already lost it, right? Yeah. He's so far off um, that that would just be something that he would do. He's just yeah. strange, man. Like, you, you know, and that was one of the most fun facts I've had about a movie. I mean, I think a lot of people know when he tries to blow up the hospital and it doesn't go the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, it does a little bit, but it's, like, half-baked. And then he's, like... Holding up his hands, he's reclicking it. You know, he's shaking it, acting like it's the batteries. That's all improv. Yeah, he he gets so deep into that role, and it's so convincing mm-hmm. of of and so compelling that sometimes you just forget that like his character is a human being. Like you, you just right. am, am I right? Who who just had yeah an awful upbringing? Yeah, you know who whose environment just did he gets not so set in it, he gets so into well the clown character. Like you just unbelievable. Yeah, amazing. I got so excited about that. Yeah, I love good. I love Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The Me old too. ones, Batman and Robin. Yeah, and there's a new Freeze. one coming out. Yes, and oh, I'll, I'll admit Uh-oh. I've never seen I forget the dude's name who's going to be Batman. I've not seen him act. I forget <clears> if he's in a, a show or something. I just I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. And in, Are you going to watch it though? If a reputable source tells me I really need to see it. Who's a re- who, what's, who's considered a reputable source? Shelby Evans, also Batman okay. fanatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan Fusen. Okay. At Dan, Dan Fusen, Fusen music. Yeah, our outro music and our intro music and intro. And he's been on the show. Check him out. Um, but yeah, like those are reputable Batman sources okay. where I could, you know. Be well advised. Well, I'm gonna go see it. So okay. if I, if I, I, was, if I say anything to you, are you just gonna throw it in the trash? Yep. <laughs> I would obviously trust you. Okay. Uh, because after this conversation, now you know I take my Batman. Seriously. Honestly, you should probably trust Brett's opinion a little bit more. Really? She's a little more into it. Okay. But I'll take both mine. of you. I'll, <laughs> I've trusted a yeah. lot of your opinions, um, so I'll trust you with Batman. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think he looks a little young too to mm-hmm. be Batman. Yeah. And we'll I, see. I don't know, but we don't know how it's gonna look on screen. I think we gotta. Yeah, it could be really well yeah. done, but Space Jam Two I heard sucked, so not gonna take my time. To I still haven't watched it yet. No, I, I I didn't hear good things. Yeah. And Top Gun Two still has not fully a... come out, and I just also skeptical about that. Yeah. Some movies you don't need a second one. Mm-hmm. Let it die. Yeah. Top Gun was phenomenal. Don't need a second. Yeah. I just watched The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> yeah? It's past week. Is that a, a, a favorite old one of yours? Yeah, and Brett's. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. Okay. I was just... Uh, good life like, lessons in that Yeah, one. good life lessons. And like one thing is uh, Pacho's wife, Chicha, she's a real right. one. Because you could tell she's yeah, like one of those... I have seen it for a long she, time. She's like one of those wise mothers that like... Because like when, uh, when Kronk and Yzma, the evil people, the... Mm-hmm. In, uh, antagonist they're like searching for uh for Cusco to like kill him 
and they like go to Pacho's home and like the wife just knew that when they when when the people showed up that they were just bad news so she knew from the get-go that uh, she wasn't gonna give anything away yeah but, like that just shows like how smart she is but yeah this one little you thing I noticed seen that one for a yeah. while I do I do remember having good lesson life yeah. lessons though. and in this dude the the llama the the king he keeps crossing Pancho the 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 peasant and the pe- he just continues to like still the still guy. still help him get back yeah Pancho's yeah. the good guy the, yeah, okay. the peasant yeah, yeah. and then okay. like Cusco kept lying to him and like double crossing him and then he still like helped him and then Cusco finally came around yeah a lot of life lessons Jesus figure Pancho yeah. is the Jesus figure yeah good Samaritan yeah yeah. Dude, those Disney movies, like, I, I'm all about, like, the uh, the non-animated movies, whatever, but the, the Disney movies, I'll, I'll always go back and watch those for, the, mm-hmm. for those lessons. Uh, what's another good one? Beauty and the Beast has some good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot about grace mm-hmm. and, uh, like, true unconditional love. We can get super sappy, mm-hmm. but uh, Aladdin. Aladdin's I'm a big a Aladdin one. fan. You know, got to always tell the truth. Yeah. It worked out for him, but he got lucky. Yeah. Most guys can't lie and get away with it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's Big awesome. Hero 6, too. The one where it's it was in 2014. It's more of a, a newer one, 2014. So okay. you may not have seen it when it came out because okay. you're too old. But yeah, yeah we, we can too do a full. We can do my we, ass. We, we, <laughs> fuck, I am to watch Disney hey, that's films. That's when you're too. in college. I don't know if you're watching new <laughs> Disney movies coming out in college. Um, yeah, we can dedicate another episode to that analysis. Yeah, that one was yeah, a good one. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah. So I visited my parents uh, over the weekend. Yeah, how was that? It was good. So my mom recharged. My mom's birthday. Yeah, but I didn't get to go home for my mom's birthday, and I usually visit her mm-hmm. like one or two days. What was that? Is that your chair? I don't know. I think it might have been the way you bent the chair. Did yeah. anyone just hear that? Yeah, it was like a. It's a unique sound. Unique sound effects here at OTD. Um. But her birthday was middle of the week. I just had appointments. I couldn't do it. And so I went uh, this past weekend for a couple days. And my dad baked her a birthday cake. Pops, Pops can lay it down. Uh, yellow cake chocolate yeah. frosting. Ooh. That's like almost our whole family's just go-to. It's simple. It's easy. But it's so the damn The fact that you guys tasty. are all on the same page about that one. Man, that, yes, that's, dude. That's awesome. It is unbelievable. And yeah, dad can throw it down in the kitchen like when he needs okay. to. Yeah, he uh, obviously he's a master on the grill. Um, but in the kitchen, he can get down when he needs to as well. Sounds like there's yeah. a lot of things for us to ask him when he comes on the pot, or is that too early to share? Nah, he'll be uh, on the show. Yeah, okay. yeah, my dad's gonna be on the show pretty soon here. Yeah, that's gonna be. Oh, I'm can't excited. wait for that one. That's gonna have so much. We do a lot of valuable episodes, in my biased opinion. And unbiased, but that one is going to have a lot of good things. Yeah, real estate, business, negotiations, some politics. Or yeah. it's going to be all over I had, the place. Yeah, I got too excited. I didn't want to jump the gun. No, it's all too good. early. But yeah, he's going to be on the show. Like it's it's already agreed upon. So okay, um, bet. Yeah, we just uh, got to nail down some dates. But in the next one to two weeks. Okay. So. But yeah, I went to visit them. But yeah, it is nice to recharge up there. Got to see my good good buddy from back home, Jonathan. Um, but yeah, all in all, pretty chill weekend. Uh, we watched, uh, there's this movie about, it's based on a true story. This kid who didn't 
die but was near death mm-hmm. and he was like four years old and went to heaven what's it oh it's called heaven is for real and so and his dad's a pastor mm-hmm. but then the church like gets angry about it doesn't believe it and he's like he's four years old what was he saying about it so do you remember this kid was in surgery his appendix i think i think appendix burst like and they didn't get him into a hospital for like three or four days. Had a fever. They didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. In surgery, has this near death. But you see his mom is calling people on the phone saying, hey, it, it's not good. Um, his dad is in the hospital chapel. He starts shouting. He's the only one in there. He's shouting at God. And you know, a day or two after, kid gets out of surgery. He starts to say things that he wouldn't know. He just couldn't know. And he said that during the operation, he saw the doctor working on him. Then he said he saw mommy on the phone. And he's like, why were you shouting at God? And it's like, he wouldn't, he was, he was getting operated on. He wouldn't know those things. And he's describing heaven. He's describing Jesus. During the surgery. Yeah. And so... Uh, I'll fast forward. They come to find out that, so this gets picked up on the news, Mm -hmm. so on and so forth, describes more things. The mom eventually has to be bought in. Like she's kind of skittish about it. Then he says something that grabs her. And then there's this girl like halfway around the world that's been drawing paintings of uh, visualizations she's had in like heavenly encounters. And she's a little girl too, but she's Mm -hmm. painting this huge... A mural of of Jesus, and the the father pastor he's on the computer he's reading the story he's watching a video, and his little son walks by because before he was showing his son pictures of Jesus that like we've created and he's like no that's not him that's not him clothes yeah but face no, and then he sees this picture that this girl painted he goes that's him, and wow and his dad's like what do you mean that's him he goes. That's Jesus. I'm going to go back on the swings now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Wait, where is this at? So, it, it's a movie called Heaven is for Real. Okay. But is it's it based anywhere? On, based is, on a can true you find story. it anywhere? Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, my mom, like, she still runs DVDs. Bless her heart. It's so funny. She always have a stack of movies. She's got the vault. Whenever I go home, she'll have a Love stack it. of movies from the library. That's yeah, good. she's adorable. Nice. Um, but yeah, wild movie. But, but uh, yeah, other than that. Man, I started um, planning my days. We talked about it last episode, mm-hmm. and I you got a nice a, little calendar over there. I have a nice planner. It's it's an uh, eight and a half by eleven. Show show the uh, show the video. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we do video now. It's a nice little planner here. Yeah, show the inside. I day by do, day. I can do just an actual calendar. I can do a whole by the hour, by oh, the yeah. half hour. Feel like I'm a teacher. Nice show and tell here. Yeah, you can. I like. I like the. I wouldn't the, be able to read uh, upside down. I like though. the ability to write something for every hour on each line. That's so clutch. Because I'm just using a, a like a broad notebook. So I feel like when I'm done, I'll probably buy that. And that's what I show. needed was by the hour or yeah. half hour, because mm-hmm. I don't need like four or five hour time blocks. I need one to three. Yeah, I mean that's that's M- best max. for your focus. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'll do maybe two hours on one thing, an hour of something else that I feel like working on and go back to it if I need to. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm 90% done with my coaching website. I just have to finish payment method. 
Mm-hmm. So for uh, OptimalFitnessRx.com, okay. it's up. I'm just tweaking a few things, oh, it's but pop- it's live. It's, it's-, it's live. I haven't announced it yet. So first time on the show, announcement, um, OptimalFitnessRx.com, nutrition, coaching, personal training, any exercise, rehab, uh, that's that's what I do. Ooh, this um, looks fresh. Thank you, sir. I'm going to be getting more content, taking photos and things of myself doing some stuff. S- Squarespace. Some videos. Yep, yep. Yep. This is good. I like this. Like I said, I finished, um, well, not like I said, but I finished my first three programs on there. Uh, one is a macro and tracking guide. That's for free. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of outlines what macros are. How to track them. This looks to, good, how man. How to manipulate them. Thank you. This looks great. Thank you. Um, good work. I appreciate that. And then one's a muscle building guide. It's a 12-week program. And the other is a uh, weight loss beginner weightlifting 12-week as well. So got a few things on there. We talked over one of our sushi lunches. I have some more programs, but uh, mm-hmm. just want to get this up and rolling. Yeah, this People is great. People can hit me up for <clears throat> consultations. I've... Narrowed down my. You can link it in the show notes. Yep, I've narrowed down my mm. Calendly hours. Good. So I've set hours at the other clinic now too, so I've more set hours there. I'm just getting. It's got to get automated as much as possible. Yeah, definitely. Dude, you're gonna love the Calendly. And, and I've seen how much you've done, and that's what's inspired me to. Okay, I'm working way too hard at <clears throat> scheduling stuff and fitting it on the calendar. Like, yes. Yeah. Website and the Calendly. Yeah, whatever you can do to yeah aut- automate the the task that anybody can do, automate the task that like doesn't take much brain power, it just takes time. Yeah, you can just get those out of the way. That you'll have so much more time to focus on the things that matter. So yeah, very happy for you, man. That's nice. awesome. Huge yeah. step. So yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. It's just it's just taking that one one small nudge and then yeah. getting the flow going. Like what like the hardest part about the website is starting it. Once you actually dive into it, you'll yeah. notice that. It's pretty easy to kind of formulate and round out, but you you sh- you should you can't do it in one one go around. You have mm-hmm. to dedicate small blocks and like kind of just brick right. by brick. So good job. Thank you, man. I appreciate. It. Yeah, I don't I don't build websites. I don't make websites. I kind of worked off a template. Then I've added things, taken away some things. I'll add photos of like I said, me doing stuff. Um, but it's hard for me to be organized. Mm-hmm. Like a planner for me, a daily planner is hard for mm-hmm. me. But I'm already two days in, and it's super helpful. Yeah. Like, okay, I got to bed like 30 minutes late last night. But it's better than two hours. Um, and it's just, okay, here I do, I just name the thing, like the business that I'm working on. And if I have ideas that have to get done, I'll write those underneath it. But otherwise, just, okay, I'm working on this, just this for two hours. Mm-hmm. Whatever that has to be. And I'm starting there. Yep. So... Uh, yeah, outside of that, I'm learning Spanish. Oh, really? Yeah. On on what platform? I'm going to use uh, Duolingo again. There I, you go. I tried and failed before when pandemic started. I started it. I was trying to do too much all at once because I thought I had all the hours. But starting that again just to get my feet wet. But a uh, couple members at the gym, they speak Spanish a lot. Mm-hmm. And so the other day I'm like, hey, ladies, I have a question. And when she goes, oh, no. I was like, no, no, it's fine. How should I learn Spanish? I took Latin in high school. It doesn't really help me a whole lot. 
And they're like, well, I can attest to that. They're like, talk to us. And I was like, oh, I would love to. Like, I'm going to start with the basics. Like, hey, yeah. what's up? How you doing? Good. Th like, things <clears throat> like that. And they're like, oh, watch TV shows in Spanish, like shows that you know. Oh, Watch yeah. them in okay. Spanish so you get, you can understand context. That's a good tip. Yes. I never would have thought of wow. that. Wow. Because yeah. I'm like, wow, I can watch Seinfeld you, you in can Spanish. Quote you can quote them. Like, 100%. Yeah. Seinfeld in Spanish would be a piece of cake. Yeah. So I was like, good idea. And then one, her husband is super fluent, uses like language transfer. It's kind of like translate. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I was doing that and just like simple stuff like, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Like just super easy things that I can at least greet people. Yeah. Okay. So That's awesome, man. But yeah, because I've always new. wanted to be bilingual. I, I want to be able to speak Spanish. Like it's super useful in America. Yeah. There's so much Spanish. When I was in Italy, it's closer to Spanish than anything else. Yeah. So I, I could have more crossover in other languages if I had Spanish down pretty well. Yeah. Du and Duol Duolingo is also a good app to use yeah. as well. They didn't think so, my uh, my friends at the gym. Oh, really? But I guess also, I mean, it, it depends they, on they what stage up, of like, learning you're in. Like if you're you just know. trying to like get your feet wet with it, it's a good thing to start out with. But I like the tips that they give you. Yeah, so. yeah. But all right, enough about me, Tim. So I feel like I've been hogging the mic. Here. No, you're good. What's new in uh, Life of Tin? Yeah, um, my business cards came in uh, for my for my uh, resume writing yes, business. Yes, they look nice. They are crispy. I thought they turned out very well. Do you have one to show the audience here? Um, Do you have one, Tim? Oh, they're in my car. Sorry. They're, they're, yeah, I carry them in my car. This guy. My bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> set myself up for that one. Oh. Um but yeah, they look good. I'll, I'll, I'll sh oh, they do we'll look good. They we'll show them to you on the next episode. I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring them in the, uh, in the office for the next episode. But yeah, I've been passing them out at coffee shops um, that I go to once with like community boards where people put their business cards and other stuff up. So it's been nice kind of dropping that in different places and at least just, I mean, where, where are people's attention going to be? There's a lot of people that go into these coffee shops and they just they're waiting for their coffee and they're like, the, mm -hmm. people like. Of the amount of hours I spend working in a coffee shop, it's a great place to like watch body language, like what people do. A lot of people just like to look at what's on the walls in a coffee shop while they're waiting. Because like, I mean, obviously people will look on their their phone, but like, yeah. every coffee shop has its own thing, like the the style, the art on the walls, and yeah, I just feel like it's a good place to put that. And as I go to more golf courses this summer, I'll, I'll set them up in the uh, in the bathrooms as well. They have community boards in the bathrooms that you nice. can put them on. So yeah, happy those some, came in. Uh, after you get your ball out of the cup, leave <laughs> a business card. So the next person that makes one. Yeah, 18, 18 cards around. So I'm, I'm gonna have to leave their business it. cards in, in holes. Yeah, someone might get mad, but I don't know. Yeah. I think it'd be funny. But uh, anything? Have you ever uh, been working at a coffee shop or something and? been stunned by something that you've seen someone do or say where you were actually like wow i can't believe that just happened i'm not going to get into details but i did go I'm to sorry. a coffee shop one time where a guy a guy was having a one-on-one -on -one conversation in the booth right next to me like i might as well have been in the conversation he was that <laughs> he was that close to me like he was like this so you i could hear everything he was saying especially yeah. when you sit side by side with someone yeah. you can hear it out of the side of your ear yeah. I'll just say this guy liked to work for the government, and he's like, he, he apparently, he, you could just tell by the way he was talking about stuff, he knew a lot, and he was mm -hmm. just, he was doing most of the talking, and the guy who was he was with was doing most of the listening, so, and so you, you could just, it was hard not to like pick up what he was saying, but I'm just saying like hearing that, that story about someone work, working in government, like knowing 
about stuff, but um, I mean, I'll also see people who are like, like privacy wise. Like yeah, they, I can't. I'm not gonna get. Yeah, into no, it. no, 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 not um, at all. But like, I mean, we've all kind of assumed like they can, they can probably watch us right now. They can tune into our computers right now. Yeah, hack into our GoPro right now. Yeah, it was just interesting hearing someone. I mean, it felt like I was listening to a Joe Rogan episode. To be honest with you, this guy was just like going off out what of life to like, this other guy. Hey, man, you ever think about getting in touch with Joe Rogan? That'd be a great episode on his hey, podcast. I was about to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've seen people like in really serious conversations too. Like, I'll see people like break down crying, mm. talking to someone about something. Like, yeah, it's like people have intimate conversations in there. But sure. that's the biggest thing I know. It's just like. Like the body language that people have with each other. Yeah. yeah. It's a great place to like study. It's not like I'm like eavesdropping on conversations and being a creep or anything. I'm just, I'm learning, I'm learning like the, what the, the tendencies people have and what they. Tim bugged every table. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of government work. <laughs> Tim, are you even working when you go there? Like, are you even like focusing on your own work? His headphones are just all the wiretaps <laughs> in every coffee shop he's ever been to. Yeah. But no, it's good. I got the business card done, put them there. Uh, ebook is coming along nicely. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to write, but I'm also finishing some of the stuff for the outline. The biggest thing I'm working on right now is, uh, pretty excited about sharing it as free content, but also part of this ebook is like message templates for LinkedIn. Like if you're a salesperson hmm. reaching out to a potential buyer, if you're a job seeker reaching out to a specific recruiter, if you're a professional just seeking out information from another industry professional, I'm kind of developing different templates for different situations. And it's a good, I'm glad I'm doing it for this ebook because it's also like just good practice of, and like for free content I can give out and like, yeah. As I write these ebooks, I'm noticing like I can I can give these as like free like mini value ads as part of my resume writing service, like take bits and pieces of it and like loop it in and like when I'm talking with people on the phone, it'll like allow me to obtain and secure more clients because I can tell them, hey, like I've developed free templates that I can give you for reaching out on LinkedIn. Yeah, I feel like that will sell people better over the phone, like when I'm when we're trying to determine if we're a good fit for each other. Sure, sure. Because most of the people I talk to, like. That, that phone call, we're not officially doing business together yet. So I have to convince them of my, like we're a good fit and that my services are good. So I feel like having this stuff in my bank of stuff is good to offer people. And I think a message template, there, there's a million ways to reach out to people like cold DM. Mm-hmm. Like I get them all the time and half of them I'm just like, Ugh. like excite me with something. Yeah, the thing is, pe- people don't provide value. It's like if, if you ask any question about my business, you'll understand I don't need your huge $10,000, $100,000 business loan. Mm. Like, before you try to sell me, see if I even need you. Yeah. And, and not that every relationship should be like that, but if you're cold DMing on LinkedIn, yeah, especially- I feel like you should want to know <clears throat> what can, can you even help this person? Yeah. Like, I'm not everyone's coach. Like we have consultations to see, can I help you? Yeah. Or is someone, or are we gonna be a good fit or not? But, right. And so w- one thing that I would that going off that like offering value up front, like mm-hmm. this is just a small example of something I wrote about in the book. But like, if you're someone who's like casually looking for jobs and you're trying to like establish relationships with recruiters on LinkedIn, when you like when you especially when you talk about a cold DM, like when you've never met this person before, you should never like ask for something from them. But unless it's unless you're providing value first. So like example of like something you can do with a recruiter is say the recruiter, hey, like 
offer up your network of connections. Like if this person, if this recruiter is like, they're looking for potential candidates, but instead of putting yourself first and selling yourself first, offer someone from your network, like ask them like, hey, is there anybody, would you be open to me sending you some people in my network who I think could be a good fit for you and like your work and what you're trying to do? Yeah. And then sell yourself later. I think that'll make you more credible, so. I like that. Could that shoot you in the foot too? Why? If like, so you're saying if you might want to work with that person, like at their company, offer up other people in your network? Well, no, yeah, that's the thing. Like, this is a recruiter who's matching, uh, in, like, potential job seekers with, like, multiple jobs. So they're not going after one company. But okay. one thing I do talk about in the book is, like, don't offer up people who are who are competing for the same jobs as you. Oh, I'm That's the you. only okay. caveat. I'm so, like, okay. like, obviously, like, if you're if you're a, market, a sales and marketing professional and you know an IT director, like, in, gotcha. your, in your circle, okay. and this person's, like, an, like a IT, like, industry, like, a technology industry recruiter, you can be like, hey, like, I have this really – Obviously, check with the person first before mm-hmm. you refer them, For sure. um, and make sure they're they have a they're, you're actually going to give them a good candidate because like it's a reflection on you if it's a bad candidate. So yeah, yeah, I'm saying like offer people who are not competing for the same exact roles. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good hundred yeah. percent all on board. Right. Um, another question with that: if someone does think that they want to try to sell their product or service to someone else on LinkedIn, you know whether it be a, a business loan, a coaching service, a, a marketing service, um, how how do you think the best approach is in the DMs? If it's, I think I can sell you this, I think I can help you, <clears throat> I need to sell you, uh, what do you think the best approach is if they're going to hit the LinkedIn DMs like that? I would just say find the people on LinkedIn who are also talking about the same thing as you, people who are interested in the same things as you. So, I mean, if I were you, I would go into your LinkedIn search box and type in any topics that you have expertise in or you're passionate about. So for you, what would it be? Fitness, nutrition. Nutrition, coaching, yeah. Type those terms into, into the LinkedIn search box and then filter based on groups. And they're going to bring like up a bunch of groups of people who talk about that topic, whether it's people who are experts in the industry, whether it's people like uh, Big Mike, mm-hmm. the like people yep. like that who own those types of places. Like okay. They're going to be on in these groups, posting stuff, commenting stuff, liking stuff. So go to those places and just engage with those people. Like like photos. Com- I mean, com- I mean you can comment as much as you want, but like just engage with people in them and like add value where you can. And then once you identify individuals in those groups that are share the topics as you, then take it to DMs and be like, hey, like okay. I really enjoyed what you said on this group. Like I or like comment something specific. Like that's the one thing I would advise. Like, if you're going to reach out to anybody on LinkedIn, direct message, make sure there's some type of commonality between you two, or like offer something that's that's common between you two um, to like, because like people like to talk with people they are the same as. So that's one of many mm. tactics that you can do. But I'm just saying, like, if you that's go to a good one, though. yeah, because like there will be like in those groups, dude. LinkedIn is a huge place. There's like 500 million people that are on the platform. Yeah. There's going to be a group for a topic that you care about. So. Go to go to the search box, and you can like it's amazing what you can do with those search filters on LinkedIn. You can you can type in nutrition, and then you can filter by people who are experts in nutrition. You can mm-hmm. filter by groups. You can search by events. Like if there's like virtual events on LinkedIn about fitness and nutrition, like yeah. you can attend those things. Link LinkedIn wow. has really like they stepped it up in the last couple of years in terms of like 
building the community aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, like people talk about, oh, LinkedIn is turning into Facebook because people are sharing personal stuff. And that's true. Like you want to keep it a professional network. It's, yeah. it's business. But it is really a lot like Facebook in the regard that you can like you can go to events, like you can go to groups. And it's it's but it's like professional networking professional, online. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's those, one thing I would advise. Yeah. That's one thing I'm gonna start doing as well myself. Okay. Yeah, that's huge. I need to because I've been air quotes using LinkedIn more, but not utilizing it to its fullest potential like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll definitely have to get in groups. Kyle Holman at the gym, you know Kyle. Yeah. Um, he was also on the podcast, so search Kyle Holman, mm-hmm. one of the best workout programmers in the game. But he's kind of been mentoring me, and he uh, has been getting me to get into Facebook groups, like CrossFit groups, because people are asking him all about nutrition, and they're doing CrossFit, and he's like, hey, man, there's a lot of questions people people have a lot of questions on nutrition and a lot of them are not getting answered Mm. and it's now me knowing that if i don't capitalize that's money on the table potentially a lot too so i'm i'm working on being better at being active in groups it's Mm. not been a strong suit of mine of being active in big groups like that yeah even a group me a group text like i'm just I don't. I don't do that. I, yeah. I hate large group messages like that. Yeah. And now we can react to everyone's <clears throat> message. So someone at seventeen people have to love the same text <laughs> message. Oh my god. Yeah, but gosh. The, at the end of the day, though, like you get out of it what you put into it, and it's not like it's right. I mean, it's just another marketing tool for you. Mm-hmm. Like if if you're not if you're ultimately if you end up not wanting to do it and like not being comfortable with it, like there's always going to be another opportunity. But if you really put time in and no, and, I have uh, to get you, comfortable. You'll get out it. of it what you put into it. Yeah, yeah. I have to get comfortable and, like, with it. And and going into those groups and answering questions there, it's just like it gives you practice for like when someone ask you in person the same question. Like yeah, you're well versed in like putting your thoughts together and putting it to paper. Like should translate pretty well to a, mm-hmm. like asking a direct question in person, and we'll expand my knowledge base too because someone's going to ask me something that I don't I don't know, and you'll learn from other people on there too. People will be saying people will become that's the point of the group. Like people should share stuff that yeah other people may not know. Yeah, I need to get rid of the negative stigma I attach with it. Yeah, with group things, but anyway, yeah. Sorry, I was trying to decide where I needed to put my empty coffee mug. We got like Yeti galore over here. I don't know mm. where our sponsorship is. Or where it's not from Yeti, but I just I think I'm repping pretty hard over here, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. That's all I'm gonna say about it. <laughs> we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave it at. <laughs> I, got, I got two Yeti things going right now for all the bever all the bevies. <laughs> uh, Tim, any other uh, any other updates? Man, the ebook. That's ah, dude. Good for you on the second one already. That's legit. Yeah, it's gonna be a little tight making my end of the month deadline, but I'm not trying to rush this thing. I'm trying to like, I, I don't want to leave anything out. The, the LinkedIn one, it's it's a little more important to me because I think uh, this is gonna be the one where I build my first course in. So I, I want to make sure nice. I'm I'm really go, going back through a, with a fine tooth comb and like making sure I'm not missing anything. And um, yeah, it's it's going well though. Beautiful. I'm excited. We'll see. Beautiful. Uh, tell people um, how to buy your first ebook, Tim. Yeah, you can get, you can get it on Amazon.com. Uh, if you type in how to write a resume, you go to like Kindle. It's it's Kindle edition, but uh, it's it's also on Barnes and Noble Press. So if you 
go to the ebook section on Barnes and Noble, you can get it there on, on their website. And then it's also going to be on my website. It's not on my website yet, but yeah, go to Amazon, buy Tim's book, get the role you really want to work yeah. in. But like, I'll also like, if you want to like download it as an ebook, like as a PDF, like I'll, I'll make it so that on my website, like you can easily just click it. It's like a one click and you can like pay for it. And, nice. So you manage the website now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you said it kind of showed you how to do that and made it so you can just yeah easily maneuver some things. Yeah, Squarespace. Oh, that's also Squarespace. Mm-hmm. Nice. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. I didn't yeah. know. Some Sometimes when people do that, like professionally, a lot of times I've heard of WordPress. Yeah. And that's like a lot of like the enterprise companies, like big, big companies, they'll, they'll use that because they have, they have a bigger budget to, yeah. I mean, that one's like... It's like five to ten grand to get a website built like that with like That's a deep crazy. code. But for me, I just wanted to get some online online real estate and give a place where people could go and uh, just learn more about me and just some some minor like shop stuff. Like I'll put some products on there, but I'm not like running like an e-commerce site out of it. So I didn't yeah. feel the need to like timallersmeyer.com, Everybody, <clears throat> um, business tips and updates. Let's get into some tips. What tips do you have? I know we you kind of went can through some, some DM tips. Um, yeah, we, we already like covered we, half. We, we I got another one. You can go first, yeah. though. Um, oh, I did mention my website's like 90% done. Yeah. Wow, we covered a lot already. Go we did. us. It's like we've done this almost a couple hundred <laughs> times. Um, yeah, working on just finishing payment methods. I'm going to make sure I can take payments however. Uh, debit, credit, PayPal, all the things just mm-hmm. so I have a wide net. Um, but for uh, workout tips, and it was a theme, I don't want to say a theme, but um, our head coach Kyle made a post about it a couple weeks ago. And a good reminder is that we don't have to redline every single workout. Mm-hmm. Like every workout, you don't have to be as exhausted as you can possibly make yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are there are workouts where I love to hit it real hard. I'm feeling good and I'm ready to get down and get some. But other days, it's all right. I just need a little recovery workout. I'm going to ride the bike a little bit. I might work on some skills things. I'm not getting my heart rate super jacked. I'm not trying to load up a super heavy barbell. I'm just there to move, work on some things, get in, get out. What are some other things people can do besides the bike? Like if you're someone going to the local YMCA, standard gym with, with everything they have there, what are some things, and you lift every day pretty much, and you're like feeling for cardio? Sore. Yeah, like what's some other things you can do that's not lifting there besides the bike? Uh, bike is a good example. Just do you have any more? Yeah, I mean, if, if you have a row machine, yeah. you can row. Um, I don't know how many places have, have other types of ergs. I know there's treadmills. I think treadmills are boring. That's just me. Not um, the, uh, the push treadmills, though, the manual oh. ones. Sled, the, the sled oh, the motion. sled, yes. I've been doing that literally every day. You're a fan since, of the sled. Since listening to the Ben Patrick, Joe Rogan episode. So there's a sled. Holy, yeah. Um, well, it's not, it's not an actual sled. It's a, oh, you have you have one at your gym. Okay. I wish YMCA's had them. They don't. But yeah, they, they space. the next best thing is that, that backward, that, uh, the treadmill. If you walk okay. backwards on it, you can simula- simulate the movement of pulling a sled, especially yeah. if you, like, reach your arms out. That's what mm. I do. But then you can also, like, set the resistance on it. Ooh. Oh, it's nice. I have been using it every day of February, 
22 straight days. Yeah. I'm no I'm already seeing already noticing a difference playing basketball. Nice. Just like my lateral quickness with defense and everything. That's awesome. And nothing yeah, sore you've after been obsessed with that. Sled. Nothing is nothing in my legs or knees is, is sore after basketball anymore after nice. doing that consistently. Good, dude. Found That's your amazing. Uh, your key ingredient. Yeah. Um but people can, you know, if there's a track, you can do that. Uh, we have ski ergs. I know that's kind of more CrossFit specific, but if you don't want a machine, I mean, you can get creative, like doing Tabata style workouts where it's 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest. So let's say you do running in place and you're going to do running in place, 20 seconds on 10 off for two minutes. So that's four times through you're going to do that for 20 seconds on. But you're going to hit, hit it hard for 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then you have 10 seconds of rest. Hit it hard for 20 seconds, 10 seconds of rest. Do that for two or three minutes for one movement and then change movements. Um, you're going to be amazed. We use it for Murph prep mm-hmm. to where it's we do that with push-ups, three minutes worth of Tabata on push-ups, and then some type of rowing movement, and then air squats. Uh, we'll do things like that, but you can throw in cardio style movements. You can do mountain climbers, jumping jacks, jogging in place, uh, you know, active mm-hmm. bird dogs. You can name the movement that's going to burpees. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of things you can do. Jump squats. Like, so if you are tired of machines and you're like, well, I don't want to just run. Like I want to do other movements that help other things, but get a high heart rate, go Tabata style do those higher heart rate movements if you do want to up the heart rate while you're lifting but you're like oh i don't know i don't want to do something crossfit style or you're at la fitness big box shorten your rest time Mm -hmm. people rest for minutes on end checking their phone they're talking i've done it too yeah but if you're like i want to up my heart rate while using weights shorten your rest time and actually time it out okay bet and start there. I like that. You can also work on nasal breathing. Okay, try that set of six, eight, ten deadlifts, only breathing through your nose. Like, how much stress can your body handle? Or when you warm up on the bike, mm-hmm. see how long you can go nasal breathing. You don't have to murder it, but see how long at a steady pace you can do that. Yeah. That will increase your body's ability to handle more stress. I like it. You want to be the least tired on the basketball court? Have the body that can handle the most amount of stress on the basketball court. That's what I want. Let's go. Nasal breathing, man. You got to be ready to run, run through a brick wall over here. Dude, 100%. Um, so, yeah, you don't have to redline it all the time. That's how you get burnout. Have your other things, your your lighter sessions, your recovery sessions, your days off. Um, I'm loud and proud about taking days off. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, hit it hard when, when you can and when your body's ready to do that. Yeah. But not every time. Yeah. I like to, my days off, if I'm going to go in and do something lighter, I'll, I'll go in and just shoot hoops for half hour. Or I'll go to the sauna. Perfect. Yeah. Or I'll play ping pong. <laughs> ping pong. <laughs> it's also a good option. Yep. Especially at the Y because they have the high ceiling. It's not, it's not on a regular like house. You, you can, like, you like you can, to you can really, ping pong ball you can really loft the it up. You can, get, yeah. you can get fancy with it. Okay. Yeah. So... Tim does get fancy on the ping pong table. Oh, love ping Takes pong. Takes it serious. Love tennis, love ping pong. Very serious. Me and my dad would play like every night growing up. Balls of fury over here, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Things got fun until I lost and banged my paddle into the table. <laughs> Don't do that. Dad didn't like that. No, huh? I didn't. Hmm. 
Oops. Gotta have a good attitude. <laughs> Look, I had a bad one losing too, man. I did not. Uh, oh, I hate losing so much. Mini golf, mm-hmm. Monopoly, yeah. basketball. Like, I just, I hated it. Yeah. No participation. It's a blessing and a curse, man, being yeah. too competitive. It is. It's good. Even when we play pool, we've talked about it. Right. Like, I love playing pool with you. But, man, I'll get infuriated sometimes if I'm, <laughs> if I'm on a cold streak. <laughs> Dude, you remember Chase? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have, we would play when, when I was up, years. when I was living up in Fort Wayne for a few months, we would always play pool at the YMCA. Yeah. And there were times where, like, I would get so mad that I wouldn't even talk to him for a game. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like one of my best that's, friends. That's he's like one of my cold. best friends. And, like, we won't talk for, like, but it's nothing personal, just competitive. And then I, like, then you tell yourself, man, I should just play better. Yeah, just be be better. I'm not gonna talk to you, but uh, I could play better. Yeah, but all right, let's get down and nerdy with it, Tim. Uh, so I just before we you move on to tip. before we move on, move on to book talk, I just want to share one more one more tip. Uh, we we already got into like LinkedIn tips with joining groups and stuff and connecting connecting with people, but uh, one thing I wanted to talk about was uh, job seekers who are like researching companies and interviewing for new jobs with companies and you're trying to get a good feel on what it's like to work there and like what the culture is like and how people enjoy working there obviously like when you go to an interview and you talk with the hiring manager uh, hr people whoever's conducting the interview can I, whoever's, con- whoever's conducting the interview the interview <clears throat> they're gonna tell you like all the nice things they're gonna like the the They'll obviously they'll give you a a good view of like what it's like to work there, but they're not. I don't think they're going to give you like the bad stuff too. They're pretty much right. going to focus on the good stuff because they they want you to work for them. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, they rep the company. <laughs> they're, they're they're salespeople in a regard, like they're trying to sell their company. Uh, but if you really want to find out what it's like to work there, what you can do with LinkedIn is like if if you like type in the search box the name of the company, um, and then you go to the company's page, like LinkedIn page, you can there's a tab that says people where you can like click and pull up all the people who work at that company. Um, and if like, if you reach out to these people and like send them a message and like, like, Hey, like I'm looking at your company. I love what you guys are doing there. I'm actually interviewing for a job there. I just want to get a good feel on like what the culture is like there and Ooh, what your, ex- what, what your experience is like and like what you've learned. Um, like you, it can just be like a, like a LinkedIn conversation or if you want to take it offline and be like, Hey, like, do you have like five, 10 minutes to just talk through what it's like to be there? Mm-hmm. People will always like, people like to share their experience, especially if you, if they don't want to, or if they don't, they, they can always refer you to someone else that can, um, if they haven't been there that long. But yeah. the reason why you should do that is like, you'll get a good view of it. Someone who's worked there for multiple years, they'll give, they'll be able to give you a more holistic view of like what, it, what the day to day is like there. Um, so, so that way, like, Making making a job change is huge. Like you wouldn't want to go to a company and like learn that you don't like to work there as soon as you start working there. So doing that right. will give you a better view. So that's a great idea. Yeah, because yeah, they'll they'll give it to you more straight. I mean, they're not gonna put themselves in a bad spot, but mm-hmm. they'll give it to you straighter. Um, I've even asked in interviews before. I think it was when I was interviewing at Simon. And I kind of made a joke of it, but I asked both my interviewers who were managers, I was like, hey, what's something you would improve here? Hey, that's a good. And that's I good. made a joke. I was like, I'm not trying to get you guys in trouble. I'm just, you know, what's something that you would change that you think could be done better? Yeah. And one guy had a process improvement thing, which is funny because while I was there, I was trying to implement process improvements and they wouldn't do it. 
to save people hours of time and tens and hundreds of emails. Anyway, but uh, I've I've asked it in an interview. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to tell me there's nothing wrong with your company and there's nothing you could make better, I think you're full of it. Yeah. Like that. that's, again, I'm not, have fun with it. I'm not, hey, I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I'm just, what's something you would, you're trying to improve on? Yeah. Like we ask people on the there's show. There's always something to be improved upon. Yeah. We ask people on the show, what's a skill you're improving on right now? What's a part of the business that you're fixing? Mm-hmm. Like we asked Mike Reynolds, hey, what are you fixing right now? What, what are you working on? Yeah. Um, because you always have to be something can always be better, right? You can't and like yeah. There's always a, a new a new area or a high potential area that you haven't looked into enough, right? There's always going to be something. But yeah, that's a great tip asking the employees because <clears throat> yeah, they'll I think they'll be straighter with you. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, recruiters and things are trying to sell the company. Understandably, yeah. got to yeah. But book but, talk, yeah. All right, that's a good tip, though. I appreciate you sharing yeah, that, sure. that last one. Yeah, you've got a bonus tip, two two LinkedIn tips Whooshy. today. Yeah, Those we're really free. hitting the the LinkedIn today, and I like it because, like you, you teach me more about LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Like I started using LinkedIn again because you were so bullish on it. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. yeah. I mean, it's everyone has their own. There's no right answer. Everyone has a different. You just the important thing is just go go where you're your potential customers Although are. Tim Allersmeyer.com has the right answers. <laughs> All right. Um, part of my book talk, I I haven't been, but have felt the urge to start doing daily devotionals. So like in my Trader's Point uh, mobile app, they have a, a link for like a daily Bible reading. Mm-hmm. It takes like maybe five minutes, if that. Um, but just a, kind of a good way to start my day. Um, you know, I would wake up, check my phone for everything else text all this stuff whatever which usually there's none of i'm not that important but uh starting with that having having a mindset or um maybe a realization or perspective that's just helpful so it's like i already got value and i just woke up Mm -hmm. um but it's it's faith driven too which obviously i'm about but outside of that i've had a lot of scenarios where maybe not me, but I've been with people where a small thing was a very big thing. And then it's it's back to don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite books to this day. <clears throat> thank you for letting me borrow it. But it's so many things that we might quote unquote know about, but need to hear again or read again where it's most things really don't matter that much. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things, we, we talked about it with uh, plenty of guests on our own. Where there's a lot of small stuff that happens throughout the day that we let it become major stuff. Getting cut off on the road, small thing. A late email, small thing. If you're running a few minutes late to your workout class, okay, I hate being late to anything and I hate being in a rush, but small stuff. Mm-hmm. Like th- those things don't matter. Right. Like family member getting really sick, that's <clears throat> that's a big thing. Um, so it's just, yeah, there's been a lot of those lately where it's, it's that nice reminder of, man, okay, this is not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. It's just, don't worry about it. Just let it go. Someone uh, didn't schedule something uh, for me, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, won't happen again. I'm like, you've had a lot going on. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Like, we're good. Like, I'm not going to die because of this. It's, we're all good. Like, mm-hmm. I know how crazy your life is and how mine is. Like, we're fine. It's small stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
Yeah, that's uh, just one of my favorite books is Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff. So if you haven't read that book, they're two to three page chapters. Um, I think it's a couple hundred page book, but read a few in a day, and it's it really just changes perspective, mm-hmm. which is, is how we unlock a lot of things, but it's just changing mindset and perspective. Easier said, but that book can help get it done. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I love it. And just having having empathy for people as well. Straight up, man. Yeah. Like, we, everyone's carrying shit. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's got something. Everyone's weighed down. Everyone's got baggage, you know, been through this and that. It's like you don't know what people are going through at that time. Right. Like, maybe that person cut you off because their spouse is in the hospital for good or bad reason, Like, having yeah. a baby or in an accident. It's true. You don't know. You don't. <clears throat> so... Yeah, don't the small stuff. Yeah, if it's not if it's not gonna matter to you five years from now, don't spend five minutes right now being mad about it. I share that on my story. I can't take credit for that. I share that. <laughs> so what? Still, <clears throat> the answers at timallersmeyer.com. <laughs> Let's go! Come on! Yeah, I just thought that, that spoke to me when I when I saw that. But yeah, and that reminds me of what you just said. So yeah, so I just want to keep plugging your website. Thanks. Got baby. the ebooks. Got yeah. the ebooks. Well, we're gonna be plugging your website on these show notes. OptimalFitnessRx.com. Yep, I gotta finish it real quick so I can get paid. No, I'm just kidding. But actually, um, yeah, good programs on there. But all right, what do you have for us today, Tim? Yeah, I'm gonna talk about Mark Cuban, how to win the sport of business. Quick, quick read that. Um, I really enjoy. You guys are on the first name basis, aren't you? You guys have yeah, exchanged we, emails. Yeah, we email back and you forth and, here and, and there. You once, and but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, no big deal. Yeah, I framed the email. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no I have not yet. I can see it getting done. Funny now. thing is, I don't, I, can't, I I think it was from my Butler email, and I don't have access to my Butler <gasps> email. So, hey, it's what it's no. it's up here in my head. I All remember. Right. And it motivates me. Write that down. Uh, but yeah, he talks about win the battles you are in before you take on new battles. And this is something – and talking talking about evaluating new opportunities. Um, whether you're, like, at work, like, doing your own – or if you're running your own company at work, working for someone else. And he talks – like, I think taking on new challenges is good and looking at opportunities is good. But he says be aware of taking on new challenges because they'll only dilute your ability to win the wars you're currently in. So hmm. it's all about assessing your current situation. Like are you producing enough in your current role? Yeah. Is, your, is, your, is your business infrastructure strong or weak? He's saying like if you're adding new things to your core business or adding new things to, to what you're currently doing, when your core stuff, your main responsibilities are struggling – you're gonna just it's you're gonna self deteriorate if you do that. Mm. So win from within, like win, like be good at the things you're currently doing. Make sure those things are set. Make sure your bed's made. Make sure everything's make sure everything's good. Bed made is a metaphor there, but um, yeah, yeah. But identify new challenges. <laughs> identify new challenges, like um, and make sure you're uh, you've won the battles you're already in. So yeah. before taking on those, so I thought that was good. I like that because. You don't want to dilute your ability to do the things that you're the best at. Yeah. Which I like to try to do too many things, and that mm-hmm. happens. And I cut out a lot of things. But, so but that's, you're already, that you're, you're already one lot. step away from like automating some of the stuff that took a lot of time before. So yeah. that's just one, one small step. Yeah. But that one, that one hits home for me for sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. And if you're satisfied with what you're current, like if you're satisfied with the performance of what your other stuff is, like... That's when you should do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's good. Nothing wrong with it. 
I love Mark Cuban. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I like that. It's um, it's easy to chase the shiny objects. Yeah, which I've done in the past, and it's uh, it's almost like I need a little more chaos because it now it's organized. Mm-hmm. It's trimmed down and it's organized, and it almost freaks me out. Where it's yeah. Like, Wait, like am I doing enough? Am, am I am I going to bed too early? Yeah. Am I not getting up early enough? Should I have worked this hour? Did did I do enough? Should I have not eaten today? No, yeah. <laughs> Always got to eat. But yeah, um, I love that. Diluting your abilities to win the wars you're already in and good at. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't watch Gary Vee before you go to bed because then you're going to want to get up and do work again. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, let's talk about the Gary Vee thing for uh, uh, a minute. Because it got brought up to me again uh, the other day at the gym. What Gary Vee thing? Uh, about him and his new girl. Yeah. So okay. I didn't know that was a new girlfriend. I yeah, have never is. seen a picture of his wife. Me neither. I don't think, or of his kids. He doesn't share a lot about his, his love life. No, that's which why, which that's, I respect. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, oh, like he shared a picture of someone he's like date. Like so this must be like I a thought, big deal. I thought him and his wife had date night. And I'm like, wow. He's got a really gorgeous wife. Like, of course, makes sense. Yeah. It's Gary Vee. I didn't know... How'd you find out that was his girlfriend? I looked her up. Like I like oh, he you? tagged her and everything. But okay. well what what the first thing I did was like I thought he had a family with like kids. I thought he had been yeah, married for a while. Kids, yeah. So that's what I went and looked at. Okay. Um, but I don't know, dude. It's it's his life, uh, but uh Okay, so I'm happy for it. he seems ha- like he seems really happy and I'm sure like whatever is going on with his previous relationship or uh, with his wife, um, I just hope it, it's been like peaceful and like everything's been because i'm sure that can be hard on him going if he's going through divorce and like running like a huge company i'm sure that's a lot on his shoulders so i just want to be happy it looks like he's happy yeah they're going through that divorce now or they're already divorced i'm not sure there's just like articles online like speculating but yeah uh, yeah good for gary v though i'm I'm happy yeah man happy happy that he's happy but i i had no idea my guy oh beautiful wife double tap scroll and then you send me that. I was like, oh, dude, I had no idea. Yeah. Monica brings it up at the gym. And Monica brought it up a lot. Yeah, it. she goes, hey, I know you, you like Gary Vee. I was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, I like Gary Vee. And uh, she goes, you see his thing about uh, his new girlfriend. I was like, okay, I didn't know that. And they might already be divorced. But she said, yeah, I went there just for the comments. And she was reading. And she goes, everything from super gorgeous happy for you to fans being like oh man as a dude who is all about family never posted about his wife or kids and then post about a new girl like already so people don't like that aspect of it which okay i i can i can see that like you never post about your your real day ones um but the other side of the coin is we don't know what his personal exactly. life is like. We just and don't. This happens, Maybe they don't want to be on social media, like, his family. I don't know. This type of thing happens all the time. Yeah. It's just that his life is documented. That's oh, yeah. the only difference For between sure. him and the business guy next to him making the same amount, doing, doing whatever, mm-hmm. is Gary V documented the whole thing. Yeah. And if he hadn't have done that, no one would have a fucking thing to say. Right. Nobody. Because it's, yeah, how many of those people know all the details about that divorce? Right. Who knows who asked for it, if it was super mutual, what the reasoning was. Yeah. He travels all the time. Maybe, uh, who knows? Yeah. But 
we don't need to speculate. Anyway, still love for Gary Vee. Yeah, Hope that's, a, that's the, the thing about like thought leaders like him. Like, there's multiple ways. There's like thousands of ways you can improve yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no like one single blueprint to making yourself a better person. It's a combination of different things. That's why, like, I notice all these thought leaders, like, like uh, Gary Vee, Tony Robbins, like these type of people like they all like have their thing that they specialize in that they're the theme behind their message like with gary v it's like hard work Mm -hmm. like hard put the work in like put in the hours like that's his that's like what drives a lot of what his his uh principles are and like what he does and like i was like tony robbins is like more like state of mind like what's your state of mind like when you do things i just feel like yeah um it's good when you follow these people on social media to take bits and pieces from each one um and like kind of integrate it into your own life um because like yeah but that's what i think it's good yeah that's why i said if you <laughs> we we got off on the topic because you said oh did i do enough today yeah but i was like don't watch gary v before bed because he's gonna be like yeah you could work for you could work till 2 a.m <laughs> yeah then then i'm like oh i didn't do enough today gary v is still working yeah even though he talks about he sleeps like i think six seven hours or something he he's all about sleep Dude, he run like he runs one of the biggest media companies. I mean, not biggest, but like dynamic media companies. So yeah. I'm sh- and he and he's very hands on. So I'm sure he's he he has to put in that work. Same with Elon. Yeah, too. they're yeah they're in a lot. They have their hands in a lot of different things. Good for them. All right, Tim. Anything else, sir? No. Great episode. Awesome. Got into episode. a lot today. Awesome episode. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging. As always, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And then hit us up on social media at Off the Dome Radio. If there's someone that you think would be a good fit on the show you or a topic you want us to bring up, we always love hearing from you guys. But as always, we appreciate you, your time. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.